I'm Brittany Page, and this is the Pages Podcast. Today, we're here in St. Petersburg. We're on a girl's trip visiting Amanda, where she lives in this incredible home. Um, we'll have to do another episode on what kind of living situation this is. What do, yeah. you, what do you call it? Co- like remote co-living? I love it. Yeah, like <laughs> entrepreneurial co-living. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it's been so neat just to see. And my friend Deborah and I, we have our own little hut out there. It is just the coolest thing to experience and, and feel so loved on by our host. Aww. So this is actually our first episode of the Pages Podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been wanting to have you as one of my first guests and we said, hey, we're here and let's do it. YOLO. So So forgive the crummy audio and or video that is about to happen. (laughs) Stay for the content. Give us grace, you know, it's our, it's our first podcast and yeah. we're rolling with it because, you know, whenever the timing's right, it's like, we're, we're here together. Let's do it. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so how I know Amanda, we, we met through the Theta alumni in Houston mm-hmm. and um, immediately was drawn to Amanda's energy and Aww. just this boss woman that you are. <laughs> Really? Really? Oh, that's so sweet. This is the first time I'm hearing this. I love it. And several of us Thetas, we just vividly remember um, Amanda speaking truth into our life (laughs) at a Chinese brunch. Um, Yes. Amanda's incredible. So that's my little intro to our friendship. But tell us about you and yourself and, and kind of what you're working on. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I feel that there's so many facets to who I am and I've lived so many different lifetimes from, I don't know, living in Los Angeles, going blonde, becoming a surfer girl, um, and then, I don't know, like camping for three months in the wilderness by myself to spending a year playing polo all across the country, um, which was wild. And Mm -hmm. then, having I live in a different country for one month out of the year for the last I've done that for the last 10 years I didn't even know that (laughs) trying to keep up with your whereabouts I know it's absolutely wild and um I used to teach men how to pick up women in Los Angeles so I used to do some consulting in that Mm -hmm. um at the time, I was the foremost expert on neurolinguistic programming. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's been a wild ride. And uh, this thing that I've been working on a lot lately, it's been a labor of love, is a book called How to Make Him Chase You. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. It's uh, kind of a culmination of my cognitive neuroscience background, diplomacy world affairs background, because what are relationships, if not diplomacy <laughs> to warring nations trying to like work it out mm-hmm. and uh pick up how I used to help with that and yeah my own love adventures in, in love <laughs> across the world so yeah absolutely so I've had the pleasure of getting to read your book yes. and wow um you sent it to me and I was you know in a relationship thinking I was about to be engaged and 
really thinking about, you know, how this would apply to my current relationship. And then as I continued reading it, I found myself single, um, shockingly. And um, it's been really helpful in thinking about how I'm going to use this book and all the tools that you have in it in order to make my next relationship better. Um, so the book, I, I want you to talk about kind of what, what the book is about and, and what the message is for women. Yeah, so honestly, I'm so happy that it's crazy that it came to you in the right time of your journey. And I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, yeah, I'm just grateful because honestly, I wrote it for myself and I wrote it for my friends. I don't know if you got that from the tone of the book, but it's pretty informal. I'm just talking to my friends and wanting to help them. Mm -hmm. And I think you really hit the nail on the head when you mm -hmm. said tools, because I really wanted this to be a book that had writing exercises, like charts and tools and like things that you could literally go back and mm -hmm. do again and again, because I have to rework these steps when mm -hmm. I find myself slipping back into old trauma patterns mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, so the book, it has a very, uh, snazzy title like how to make him chase you which it's meant to like kind of capture attention like that mm -hmm. uh, but really I think when you get into the heart and the meat of it it's really a book about uh, your relationship with yourself and how that is going to mirror and manifest a relationship with others mm -hmm. and so it's split into three volumes the first one is you the second one is him and then the third one is the team mm -hmm. so you really kind of gets into really like being in love with yourself yeah. I, I think there's a lot of talk nowadays about self-love and self-care but I don't really think a lot of people do a good job at it. It's yeah. not just having a spa day. Yeah. It's not just um, seeing a therapist. It's so much more. And I think I go into that in my book and really help you help a person, give them the tools to do it themselves. Maybe they can't afford to do certain things. Maybe you can't afford to go to a spa mm -hmm. day. Maybe mm -hmm. you can't afford to go see a therapist every mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. So that's what the first one is. Mm -hmm. uh, the second volume is him. So a little bit of my experience in consulting with men and really getting into the world of how men are so different and how the language that they use, the kaleidoscope that they use to see the world through is so different than ours. Mm -hmm. So really understanding men and understanding different types of men and what secure masculinity looks like, what insecure masculinity looks like, how to speak to them so that they actually want to do what you're asking. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last one is the team, which is just about learning how to communicate, learning how to get what you want. And I probably am going to elaborate on this in the book, but really relationship is just deciding to tie together at certain points because the inevitable thing of the human condition is growth. We're all mm -hmm. going to grow. We're all going to change. Right. Mm -hmm. And so but you have to be very conscientious in growing together because it's yeah. so easy to grow apart. And I think it's like, uh, I don't know if you've seen, if you've ever gone to like the Chinese market, but there are these bamboo trees mm -hmm. where they're kind of like braided in and out. Mm -hmm. And that's very specific. They tie the bamboo branches mm -hmm. together so that they grow and intersect mm -hmm. and they do it at multiple points. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think being part of a strong team is really about is, mm -hmm 
conscientiously to people saying like, no, we're, instead of growing apart, we're going to come back together and here's a tie. Mm -hmm. And that is what it is like over your relationship, tying and tying different parts. Yeah. So that's kind of (laughs) a quick little thing of the book. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think even just that imagery, um, the book gives you examples and imagery that makes it so easily digestible and like you're talking with a friend about yeah you know this is what you want your dream relationship to look like and it the book talks about meeting you in the middle of your relationship if you are in a relationship that things aren't going well um it's it wasn't saying oh dump him that can kind of be the kind of message and it's like um as a woman you can take ownership for the things that you are doing in your relationship that are really not conducive and not, um, you know, it it really highlights feminine energy versus masculine energy and how uh, we can hone in on those in Mm -hmm. order to um, have a thriving relationship. And it doesn't mean you don't have to be true to yourself, but it's just these little tweaks that can make a relationship so much better. Um, It talked about how kind of in society, in our careers, and you and I have both had very, you know, if we tune yeah. our own horns, we've had very successful careers. We've yeah. been um, very successful, and in order to be successful in the business world, mm-hmm. you have to use your masculine energy. Absolutely. You have to negotiate. You have to, you know, really make yourself present in that masculine energy, but then it's hard to turn it off and... Yeah. Um, once you get home and you're um, with your partner, your significant other, your boyfriend, um, honing in on that feminine energy. So what, what do you think the trick is to really transition and to honor both? Like how, how can, can we have it all? Can we, yeah. can we do it all? <laughs> yes. I feel <laughs> it's so funny because that's like the little like saying I have. It's like you can really have your cake and eat it too. I think mm. as women, we're told over and over again, settle. Settle for good mm. enough. It's never, which true, it's never going to be perfect yeah. ever, but you don't have to settle so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say that in the book, like we all exist on a, on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. And part of the human experience is using both masculine and feminine energy. I'm not saying if you were born a woman, you have to be feminine. And if you're born a man, you, have to, you don't have to be anything. But if you want a really juicy and passionate relationship, there must exist polarity, that push and pull, right? Mm -hmm. And if you want to be with a masculine man, you have to be in your feminine energy. So it's Mm -hmm. that kind of what you said, come home and like flip a switch. And so some of the tools I talk about in my book to get back into your feminine energy are things like really... um, either something as simple as like yoga where you're really feeling your breath and feeling your body but part of the feminine experience is feeling and receiving right so mm-hmm. if i put my hand on this couch and i just like close my eyes for a moment mm-hmm. and i feel like oh it feels soft it feels warm it feels like yummy or comforting that can really just like shift me out of the do 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 think 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 and how can I like drop into productivity? My yeah, like <laughs> drop into my heart, breathe, drop, drop into like this very moment, this present. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think really helps you get into your feminine energy. And 
you know, we come up with our own practices and I have a few in the book that can yeah. like help. So yeah, I really do think you can mm-hmm. have it all. Um, and again, to I'll also say that if you're a woman that feels energized in her masculine energy and it's not draining, like stay in that, be a, you know, you were born that way, embrace it and know that you're going to attract a more feminine mm-hmm. leading man. Mm-hmm. And so, and as long as you have that polarity, it's still going to be a really good relationship. Yeah. 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 I, I really appreciate that. There, there's so many ways to go about a relationship and, and every relationship is so unique. You can't say, you know, here's what your perfect person is going to look like because it's, it's so unique to everyone. Um, but yeah, I, I really related to that. And you kind of talked about how, um, if you're not wanting to be in your masculine, if you're in your, if you're a woman and you're in your masculinity, masculine energy (laughs) at home, how it can be very draining. And I related to that. I felt like I was having to do everything and be everything, um, in my relationship and at work. And it can be exhausting to have to do it all alone. And it can also be the default if you're a strong, independent woman, like, Oh, I've, I've taken care of myself all this time and, you know, I can continue doing it. But when you're in that partnership, um, you should both be making each other's lives easier and more enjoyable and and meeting each other in the middle and in those aspects. So I appreciate that. Yeah. It's really just like healing the wounded feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Because that there's a reason for that, right? Like Mm -hmm. at some point as children, we understood and learned it's not safe to be receiving it's not safe to be like I have to do everything for myself otherwise I'm not going to survive and I think American culture perpetuates that Mm -hmm. um so it's really this unlearning right and we wonder like why women are so exhausted all the time it's because our society has forced us to just and rewarded us for being in our masculine energy all the time which for the majority of us not all Mm -hmm. but for the majority of us isn't our natural Mm -hmm. nourishing energy (laughs) So, yeah. 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 Um, You also talked about um, kind of a key factor in honing in and learning more about this um, was you went through a devastating breakup. Um, Yes. Would you like to speak to women who are in the thick of that right now and what your experience was? Yeah. I just, I mean, awful breakup. It's, which I would recommend ladies do not live with a significant other. I'm with you. You know, do not live with a man until you get the commitment that you ultimately want, whether that's Mm -hmm. marriage or something else. Uh, Because when you build a life together, it's absolutely devastating to have to pull it apart little by Mm -hmm. little. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of liken it to, this is like like the, the metaphor for the pain, right? It's having to take apart something that you built together is literally like slicing open your arm, taking tweezers and dissecting muscle fiber by muscle fiber apart. It's excruciating. Mm -hmm. So I was really unhappy for a long time. And I mean, I talk about it in my book, like fetal position, like, and I couldn't understand why, like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. Um, looking back on it, the man was textbook avoidant, <laughs> textbook, and it would have, but when you're so in love, you can't, 
you can't understand. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm saying if you, you're going through the thick of it, you know, read the book because honestly it feels comforting, I think, to know that somebody else has gone through this and come up the other like side of it. And uh, just know that it, it just gets, it gets better. I don't know. It, it really does. And something that I've really taken to heart, a friend of mine, she said it, and I believe I say it in my book, have the vulnerability to say, I think he's the one, like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's more than I've ever dreamed of. And do you know what? If he's not the one, wow, how much more amazing is the one going to be? He, it gets even better than this. What? Yeah. Heck yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so always keep that belief and that belief becomes reality. Mm-hmm. Like I promise you every single time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think every woman needs to hear that. And just yeah. the reminder, of, I know you touched on time heals all wounds and, um, just that each relationship does get better. I mean, I think most women can look back and go, okay, each man that I've dated has gotten better and better. And so focusing right. on that and in the energy you're putting out into the world and, and who you're attracting, it's just you're <laughs> growing and, yeah. and and he's hopefully growing too to be a better man for you. <laughs> so I like that. I think that's a really good nugget to have. Um, when you're in the thick of it and I'm sure there's lots of women that are listening to this that will be during this time so yeah um transitioning a little bit okay. <laughs> what would you say um do you think that men are intimidated by successful women I would say some men are turned off by successful women depending mm-hmm. on how they handle their success mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and also depending on how secure he is in his masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's really about, and I say this in the book, it's really about getting very specific about your words mm-hmm. and how you present yourself. If you're a woman who like loves being the boss, is in her boss energy, and you come home to a masculine mm-hmm. man and you start bossing him around, yeah, yeah he is... That's not going to go over he's well. Not, he's going to be intimidated by your success. He's going to be resentful of your success and ultimately turned off by mm-hmm. it. Um, if you're... However, let's take it to the other end of the spectrum. If you're a successful woman and her business and then you come home and you allow yourself to be taken care of by your masculine partner and nurtured and in that receiving energy absolutely not he's not intimidated that you run a business outside Mm -hmm. uh so (laughs) yeah I think that that was a really key aha moment to me and you even said just um being authentic with your partner um, I think women feel like we have to hide our emotions because we're going to scare off the yes. man. And yeah. that was also another key yeah. book, that we, <laughs> key part of the book that we have to hit on is, right. um, yeah, take it away from there. They love our emotions. Oh my gosh. They adore our emotions. Like all the feels like we are their access point to feeling all of their feelings. Yeah. Like, again, there's things that masculine energy does better and there are things that feminine energy does better and feminine energy is really good at getting in the feels like yeah. really like journeying inside and touching that ooh like this is what that feels like mm-hmm. 
and men are so strong they they have that capacity and that container to want to hold those feelings in that space for you if given the opportunity as long as they don't feel like they're being attacked with those feelings and I talk about that a lot in the book are you using your feelings to attack him because then he doesn't want them yeah. but if you're using the feelings to like just be honest and connect and have intimacy he loves it mm-hmm. uh yeah it, it's specifically what i'm like oh my gosh i'm writing this down and i need to do this <laughs> yeah this talks about for example hey i had a rough day I don't feel like cooking or going to the grocery store today. What do you think about that? Yes. Leaving it as a question. So it gives him the opportunity to be the leader and it's still, he's being the leader, but you're telling him, Hey, this is how I feel. Right. But you're also not telling him, I need you You to go to to the grocery store. I need you to cook. You're not bossing him. You're kind of, you know, leaving it as a question. And then that simple nugget, I think is so helpful. And just hindsight, looking back at my relationships, I'm, I did that really wrong. <laughs> oh, hold out. Amanda was calling me out in this book. So yeah. um, I, I think those were just beautiful nuggets and just small little things to really greatly improve your relationships and meeting men in their their natural state and and returning to our natural state that um, society doesn't always let us do but we can do that in our relationships yeah it's so amazing because masculine energy is actually nurturing energy i think people take the word nurture and they think women and it's true in the dynamic when women have children we have to be the masculine energy of giving to them and the children receive and so they're feminine energy so but nurturing again that's masculine energy so a man if you tell him i feel so exhausted i feel so depleted i want to just rest and I, I also feel hungry. <laughs> what do you think we should do? You're giving him an opportunity to nurture you. And mm-hmm. it is so natural for him and to want to do that, to want to give to you. You just have to give him the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful when they do. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice to be taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's, I think it's something that people should know about you is that you're actually a feminist. Mm-hmm. So it was surprising just being your friend, knowing you're a feminist, hearing you kind of give these tools that may sound a little bit more traditional. Right. So can you speak to that woman that's a feminist saying, no, this won't work for me? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I'm a super feminist in terms of I believe women should have the opportunity to pursue anything and everything they want. I don't believe that men and women are the same slash equal. We're very different. So if you're an ultra, like a feminist in the sense of we need to be equal in everything and do everything the same, that's kind of moving to, uh, how do I say this? There's like this, and I think we see it a lot in our society of like this, a gender like zero gender zero um which is like it's neither good nor bad right Mm -hmm. but i'm telling you to have passion Mm -hmm. that comes with polarity and everything in the universe exists with polarity Mm -hmm. uh so i would say 
where is that super masculine energy in you coming from? Is it coming because you're just naturally a more masculine woman and mm -hmm. that's fine. You can have a juicy relationship with a more feminine man. Mm -hmm. Do that. Or is that coming from this trauma, this childhood wound that said, it's not safe. I have to do everything. If I don't get it, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. So yeah. I have to. And Every woman's motto these days. I, I know. know. A lot of my friends feel that. Yeah. Yeah, so decide like where is that coming from? Yeah. And what would it look like to just let go? Mm -hmm. I think I talk about in the book when we're over functioning, we're just constantly in our masculine energy. Yeah. Where are places where I can just let it go to shit? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. can I just let these dishes pile up? Yeah. Can I just let this go undone? Yeah. And really get back to receiving. But yeah, I would say I'm definitely a feminist in the traditional sense. I think we should have opportunities to pursue whatever we want, whether that's being a stay-at-home mom, whether that's being a scientist. Um, but I don't believe that everything has to be equal all the time Yeah. and that we're the exact same. That's completely illogical. Yeah, life's a balancing act. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, a lot of women will just hear that as a as a moment of aha and relief. So yeah, I appreciate that. Um, what else would you like um, your future readers and, and these listeners to know about mm -hmm. you or your book or, or anything else? Yeah, I would just say I wrote it to be a little bit of a workbook too, right? I really want this. There are so many books I've read on self-development and healing past trauma and relationships and love and science and all of that. Mm -hmm. And they're great, but for the most part, they don't give you a lot of actionable things or things that you can come back to. Mm -hmm. And so I really try to do this in the book because I have to do it. If I'm starting to feel insecure about something, I'll go back to the basket writing exercise and like write down, okay, what is this thing? Can I like love the shit out of it mm -hmm. so that it's not an insecurity that's going to hurt me if my partner says something? Mm -hmm. Uh, or if I find myself man hating, I call it, and just, you know, he's doing everything wrong, blah, blah, blah. Going back to an exercise where I have to write all of the things I love about him to kind of release that negative energy. Cause your brain is designed in a way to heavily weight the negative because it wants you, it wants to protect you and it wants you to survive, but that's not going to help you thrive right in your relationships so you have to decide do i want to survive or do i want to thrive mm -hmm. and so the book is really made to not just be a one-time read but something maybe you put on your shelf yeah. and go back and like take out and yeah. it's meant to be me your friend there for you when you need me <laughs> in it a way is. it is and i foresee this book being a book that i read you know every year to go back mm -hmm. to that that is how amazing this book was, I read it in your voice. I told you that I've heard, <laughs> I haven't written a book, but I've heard it's really hard to write yeah. a book in um, your own actual tone of voice. <laughs> and I was reading it in your voice. Um, I think this is going to help a lot of women um, to have those juicy, passionate relationships that yeah. um, you talked about. So um where where can we find this book and where can we you know connect with you on social on yeah. your website tell, tell us where to find you and i'll link this all in the show notes yeah well. uh so uh the book's on amazon okay it's also on my website and 
I have a Instagram profile. It's, it's Amanda Leon. And yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm always I'm always trying to grow personally, so I'm always researching the latest neuroscience and how that relates to love and hormones associated with like oxytocin, dopamine, all like vasopressin, all these things. So if you want to grow together and if you're interested in this, I'm absolutely producing new things. I want trying to grow if you want to grow with me. I love that. I'm also working on something for men. Uh, I spent so much time working with men doing pickup consulting for some of the biggest firms in LA. And I, again, I adore men. I think a lot of people, mm -hmm. a lot of the social media, funny tongue in cheek makes fun of men and puts men down. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not about that. And Absolutely. I, and I believe that when men have more tools to get the women of their dreams, like we're all safer too. So yeah, I'm really excited for that on the horizon. <laughs> well, I am so excited to see you continue to take over the world. I, I foresee this being a number one New York Times bestseller. Thank you! <laughs> this, um, this is going to impact people in such amazing ways. And I just wanted to thank you for um, being my first podcast guest, <laughs> giving me yes. grace um, as uh, I'm learning how to interview and um, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Absolutely. So. I appreciate you, and I'm so honored. I'll never forget that I was your first. I love that. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for our friendship, too. It's been beautiful, and I know it's only grown more. So I love you. <laughs> <laughs>